To hear the full episode, become a patron at patreon.com slash deathpanelpod. The scarlet letter of this pandemic is the mask. It's inconvenient, it's annoying, and it reminds us that we're in the middle of a pandemic. We view our masks not only as a form of protection, but as a statement that we believe in science. And I think on both sides, it's ended up going beyond where the science should allow it to go. Doesn't the air just smell so much sweeter without our masks? Doesn't it feel brighter without the shadow of the virus darkening our every thought? We will rebuild our economy, reclaim our lives, and get back to normal. We'll laugh again, we'll know joy again, and we'll smile again. You know, and now, see one other smile. Look at the smiles on other people's faces. Better days are ahead. I promise you. Thank you so much for supporting the show. We could not do any of this without you. If you're listening to this and you're not a patron, support the show at patreon.com slash deathpanelpod. You'll get access to our second weekly bonus episode and our entire back catalog of bonus episodes. And if you'd like to help us out a little bit more, share the show with your friends, order a copy of Health Communism from your local bookstore or request it at your local library and follow us at deathpanel underscore. So I'm still a little sick, so apologies in advance for my voice, but I'm really excited about today. This is the first ever episode with Abby and Jules on together. Hell yeah. (laughs) Woo! And with Jules on her new mic, which sounds so great. Yes, and her ASMR arrow. Thank you you for, for making this possible. It's a very beautiful and elegant feeling. So yeah, an extra special thank you to the patrons this week. Yes. So last week, we released a sort of companion episode to the discussion we're going to have today, COVID Year 3, which was our annual recap of the year's events in what we call the sociological production of the end of the pandemic, which is, in other words, how the pandemic has been made to disappear, even as it's still very much an ongoing disaster. So the core of that episode was this. In September, Biden declared that the pandemic is over. And yet, as 2022 comes to an end, in the first week of December, 2,981 people died of COVID, according to the CDC. And since we recorded that episode, that figure has actually been updated to 3,115 deaths, which, just to note, updates like this happen frequently now because, as we talk about in COVID year three, Data has become very poor and reporting is less and less frequent. And so we are now in both a narrative and informational vacuum when it comes to COVID. And according to the same data, 2,703 people died in the last week, the second week of December, a figure which may also be updated again in the future. So that's between like 400 and 450 people dying of COVID every day. Now, if deaths continue at that level over a long period of time, that would be about 160,000 deaths a year. But we're doing much worse than that, which, according to the CDC, in the last year, 255,361 people have died of COVID in the U.S. So that's a quarter of a million people, more than two and a half full 
incalculable losses, to borrow a phrase from the New York Times early on in the pandemic. And this is obviously not to mention the many other consequences of COVID, which among them are, you know, long COVID, as we've talked about at length recently, or for instance, the more than 10 million children who have been left without a caregiver because of COVID. Yeah. And as we mentioned in that episode, though, in in COVID year three, while we were researching that episode, it began to get so big that we really had to separate out part of it to be able to talk a little further back in time about how masking specifically came to be seen in mainstream terms as sort of, I don't know, I guess you would say now it's sort of viewed as viewed or, or projected really as this unnecessary or even irrelevant component of <laughs> pandemic protections. In other words, how masking ended. Um, and here's the thing about that story, which is something that I don't think a lot of people realize. It wasn't necessarily MAGA people who ended masking. It wasn't Republicans. It wasn't exclusively corporate interests who pushed this. Um, Did those groups I just mentioned play a role? Absolutely. But if you look at the process of how people in power turned against mask mandates and how masking became at best looked at as sort of a nice thing to do for (laughs) others or at worst a marker of your own personal risk, like Mm -hmm. a marker that your own personal risk is high. Um, In other words, like how it became so much a matter of personal responsibility. (laughs) Or, yeah, or that you yourself are sick and contagious. Right. That, um, you know, liberals in affluent neighborhoods will literally roll their eyes at you if they see you wearing a mask. Um, There's a very different culprit there than you might think. So what we're going to talk about today is who killed masking. Um, (laughs) And what I'm suggesting is in reality, it was liberals, Democrats, if you prefer. Mm -hmm. Um, When we look at who ended masking, liberals have their hands all over it. Um, I know that some people might not want to hear that, but if that person I'm talking about is you, <laughs> get ready to sit through our argument first, maybe. Yeah, before you send me the angry emails or, or like tweet at me. Um, as usual, you can reach me at Matt Iglesias at slowboring.com. Um, <laughs> but so um, I want to stress this from the top, and I know that there's like quite a bit of introduction here, but I think a lot of this has to be said. Um, there's a really specific reason we're talking about this now and a really specific reason this spun off as sort of its own thing from COVID year three. Mm -hmm. Um, and that is this, um, in recent weeks, uh, mass mandates are really a hot topic again, despite the fact that there's (laughs) practically no state or local officials that are actually in the process of trying to reinstate them right now. But in part because even the CDC's basically built-to-fail COVID community-level system (laughs) is hitting the high mark again in a lot of places, um, which triggers a masking recommendation. Um, There's been an outpouring of conversation over these, again, over mask mandates again. And some of the biggest people saying, you know, fuck that, we're not ever doing that again, are liberals, um, which we'll get to. So just to to give an idea of where we are, here's a couple of just indicative pieces, I think. Um... Washington Post, December 7th. Um, this is where we are right now. So December 7th, 2020 to Washington Post. This is a, a piece called Face Masks May Return Amid Holiday Triple-Demic of COVID Flu and RSV. Um, with a quote contained within, quote, with such a heavy burden of illness straining the healthcare system, it may be hard to believe that something as simple as a face mask could make a meaningful difference. Experts say a quality medical mask remains a highly effective line of defense. With all of the work we've done to undermine masking. (laughs) You might not believe it anymore. You might not, um, (laughs) you know, hear us out now that we're crying wolf, essentially. (laughs) 
Um, here's another quote from uh, this one's from the New York Times, also from December 7th, quoting uh, they talked to Bob Wachter um, about God, attitudes classic. toward masking. <laughs> yeah. Um, <sighs> quote, the early days of what I do affects you and what you do affects me. There are very few people who still think that way, said Robert Walker, <laughs> the chair of the Department of Medicine at the University of California, San Francisco. Quote, it's a natural phenomenon to move from a communal point of view to this individual risk benefit <laughs> point of view. So <laughs> Thatcherism bullshit. is the virus. Bob, right. <laughs> you are full of shit. We're probably getting uh, where we're going here, um, which is, so how the fuck did we get here? To hear the full episode, become a patron at patreon.com slash deathpanelpod. You'll get access to this and the rest of our catalog of patron-only episodes. And be the first to get a new patron episode every Monday when it drops. With love, the Death Panel.